When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. And can't Twitch and YouTube. Shout out to the 6 a.m. club, our best audience of the entire show. Thank you for turning it on, leaving it on. That is what Tolo stands for. Two o'clock, CBS Chiefs Ravens. Who are we rooting for in that one? Oh, I'm rooting for my guy. I root for Patty. I'm going to root for the Chiefs. Uh, I, I love Mahomes, and I hope he wins every time, basically, there is that they possibly could win. So uh, you have not turned. What do you think it could take? Did you ever turn on the Warriors? Uh, turn on the Patriots? Well, you never liked the Patriots because of Yeah, Peyton. I always hated the Pats. I was always a Col- I was always a Manning guy, so I root for wherever he was. Warriors, I never liked Steph because of his mouth guard. He chewed <laughs> on the mouth guard. That bothered me. Um, put it in your mouth. I'd much rather have him put it in his ear, like on top of his ear. I saw that the other day, too. By the way, speaking of that, one of the more disgusting things left at my workstation here in my decade plus at the fan. It's, I, I already got rid of it. Oh. Uh, I couldn't I couldn't have it sit here anymore. Somebody left a used... Toothpick? Toothpick. Not a toothpick. Worse. The thing that you use uh, that looks like a little... Uh, Goalpost uh-huh. with that stick. Yeah. And it was sitting here, right here, all used up with the string. Like a portable ma- floss, dental floss. Yeah. yeah. Those little sticks that you put in your mouth. And it was used and it was just sitting right here. Smurf blue. I'll never forget it. It's I disgusting. need to figure out who did that. That would be, I mean, what that's, that, gross. That, that's Dawson and Hagelin's spot right there. And then I think, I don't know who was on last night with Reggie, but whoever's with Reggie was probably sitting there. So we'll, wow. we'll be able to deduce. Running yeah. down pretty Will easily. Chambers. I'm going to guess Will Chambers. No. He sounds like a toothpick guy. He looks clean. He looks too clean for that. Yo, yeah, he does. No, no. Yeah. I'm a toothpick guy, but, like, I don't use those other things out in public. It's like, yeah. you know? You're, like, putting a mouth guard in, basically. But that's that's disgusting. I mean, that's absolutely wretched sitting here, that used toothpick uh, out in the open. Not a fan. All right, Bob. I cannot wait to see how you are going emotionally in rooting interest for this game, KC Baltimore. It's not even a question. Baltimore. You root for Baltimore. Yep. What, to be right? No, honestly, when it gets to this point of the postseason, like, I cheer for, I want to see, like, the best teams. I just want to see the best teams ultimately get to the Super Bowl. And I want to see them square off, because I want to see the best possible game. I hate whenever it's, like, you get close with the conference championship. You get the two best teams or they're really close. And then somebody gets an upset. And then, like, no disrespect to Kansas City or Detroit, which tips it off. But Kansas City or Detroit. But, like, when they when when they then get into the Super Bowl, I'm always kind of like a letdown. Like, well, crap. They're going to get throttled by Baltimore. They're not going to beat the two best teams. Or even worse, they'll actually beat Baltimore. And I'll feel like the sixth best team or something in the NFL ended up winning the Super Bowl. And I think that's dumb. Hey, pay. 
It's Baltimore for me. You know, I want to see Lamar in there in the Super Bowl. I mean, it's not that I'm tired of the Chiefs winning. Like, they're a great team. They don't play dirty in any ways. Their fans are great. But it's just I want something new here. You know, I'm tired of the same team being in the Super Bowl. So I'm going to go with Baltimore here. I'm struggling with this one uh, because I've always hated Baltimore, being jealous of them, rooting for Washington growing up. Oh, no. The Ra- <laughs> Oh, that, that those fans, that accent God, being out there in so Vegas. Bad. The Baltimore accent in Vegas all week long. And normally I root for dynasties. Normally I'm like a fan of greatness, but I'm not I'm not like in love with this Chiefs team. I guess I would like if Mahomes is putting on some big epic performance where he's like carrying them on his own, I think I'm gonna end up rooting for Mahomes. Um, like, okay, let's see the great quarterback on the road against the great defense. His receiver's been dropping all year long. Okay, go ahead. Put it on your back. Um, but I'm, I'm going to slightly lean towards Baltimore, but I don't have a great rooting interest for this one. I, I cheer for dynasties too. It would feel a little defeating if it's like after all of that, it's already a little defeating that they got to the conference title. Like, after everything that looks vulnerable about that football team this year, it's like they still get there. Like, when are they ever going to, to like, is it just as long as Mahomes is there, they're going to be in the conference title game every year? That's like, that's what it already feels like. And if they get to the Super Bowl as vulnerable as they are and as few weapons as it feels like he has this year, that'd be pretty defeating, I think. I'm going to guess that the truckwreck.com text line is rooting for Baltimore because they're tired of the Chiefs, unless you got the Texas Tech support. For Mahomes from the Tolos. I, I, what do you I, see more coming in? Ravens, Chiefs, Kansas City, or Baltimore? Uh, I mean, Chiefs and Swift fatigue, Baltimore and Detroit, please. Uh, a lot of people are saying, by the way, CA was on last night, Bobby. That could be his. It could be a CA thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think more people I didn't are probably. His call, so that was probably his <laughs> I think, yeah, Swift ruined the Chiefs. A lot of that. There's Swift. There's Swift fatigue. Oh, Swift hate. Yeah, which, unfounded. We'll get to it later. You can say the same thing about Lamar. He's having to put the team on his back. Losing all of his running backs. Yes. His wide receivers aren't really. Mahomes versus Goff would be a sick storyline. Well, mm. I definitely don't look at Lamar putting the team on his back. Right? All we're talking about is the great overall team that they have. By the way, looks like Mark Andrews is back. Yeah. What a get for them. Mm-hmm. That is huge. The spread it right now is Baltimore favored by four. Next one for me is easy. I can't hold back my disdain. Let's go Lions. Please, Detroit, get it done in San Francisco. I'm going to be really disappointed in Bobby here when we get to him around the room. But no question, no doubt, my greatest rooting interest is the Detroit Lions only magnified by going up against the thugs of San- yeah. in San Francisco. And I'm talking about the city. Yeah, the city. The city's the that's what you that's what you root against here. You know, Detroit, Detroit's been down on its luck for, I don't know, as a city, 80 years, uh, 50 years now, something like that. As a city, it's been down on its luck. They need something to say hi, you know, to, to, to be happy about. So I'm all, I'm, all about the, I'm all about the Lions in this one, man. Give my gym crush. Let's do it. I'm not going to be disappointed, honestly, if, like, like if Kansas City goes ahead, I'm going to be a little annoyed at the, the Taylor Swift Super Bowl storylines for sure. But I, I'm not going to be upset with that team. I'm not going to be upset if Detroit gets there because I do like the story. I really like Dan Campbell. I like the energy around there. Jared Goff has become one of the most likable players in football to me. Uh, but ultimately, like, I want to see San Francisco Baltimore rematch. They've just been so consistently better than everybody else this year that I want to see on the biggest stage that sort of a chess match. What would be the most competitive game? Because we've seen... Baltimore destroys San Fran. Yeah. 
you know, Kansas City and Detroit played a close game. Not necessarily it was a, it wasn't necessarily a good game, but it was a close one. Yeah. We've seen Baltimore destroy Detroit. So uh, I think that would be good either. Uh I think you have to say Kansas City Detroit would be the closest. I don't know if it'd be the best game, but the closest game because yeah. I would I would because the other two are just on different levels. Yeah, I, I would think Baltimore over Detroit, like you said. I would love to get a real rematch between Baltimore and San Francisco for game purposes, uh, but we saw what the Ravens did to them. Yeah, and I can't. I don't. Was Debo in that? I gotta go back and look to see if Debo was playing in that one. And, you know, and when Baltimore played Detroit, I mean, Baltimore's up twenty-one zip with, with like six minutes into the game. I mean, I'll be honest. I think we're getting a competitive Super Bowl no matter what the matchup is. Like, like I don't think Detroit's going to roll over for Baltimore if they get them. Obviously, we've already seen Detroit and Kansas City play this year, and it was good. They were missing Kelsey and Chris Jones, but I think we're getting a competitive Super Bowl either way. I don't think anybody's getting blown out. Detroit for me, not just because of the San Fran hate, but I, I want to see Dan Campbell in the Super Bowl. I want the spotlight on that city of Detroit for two weeks, two whole weeks of that city going crazy would be would be fantastic. So give me the Lions. Bet Online did an NFL map and asked every state, 37 states, are rooting for the Lions, including <laughs> Texas. 37, seven rooting for Sam Fran, four for Kansas City, and lowly Baltimore is getting the Maryland love with two. Maryland and Virginia. Virginia. That's, That's it. it. That's it. Wow. And Virginia. Otherwise, it goes 37 states for Detroit. Yeah, it's funny. I see, I've seen some of these maps, and, you know, like the one I saw was – Everybody except for Missouri, Kansas, and, like, the other states. It was Iowa, Kansas, Missouri, and Nebraska I have rooting for the Chiefs. Oh, okay. Yeah, this was, like, this is the these are those joke maps. Everybody's rooting for Baltimore except for Missouri, Kansas, and Ohio because of the Kelsey brothers or whatever. And then the other way, it was everybody's rooting for the Lions except for Wisconsin and Minnesota and Illinois and California. How about the final fan bases? Well, there you go. Which fan base would be the most annoying? That was a question posed on the internets. Uh, and, and they all agreed, actually, that Kansas City would be the most annoying. No. No um, chance. They say, you know, first of all, like, you know, you got Jackson Mahomes. You, you him, you know, that would be the oh, most annoying thing. Oh, the Taylor thing. Yeah, the Taylor thing. Uh, thing Jackson Mahomes. Uh, can, people are bringing up Kansas City. People would just it would give them another reason to promote their barbecue. Uh, everybody agreed Detroit would be the least miserable fan base to have to see. Uh, and then Baltimore or San Francisco, San Francisco was number two. Man, right behind. I, I don't know. Those San Francisco fans are massively irritated. Like, like you want to talk. It's their hosts, man. It's their hosts. Yeah, their really their fans are pretty annoying too. Yeah, they are. I, I I mean the the way in which they carry themselves, 49ers fans, as one of the handful of teams that won a Super Bowl longer ago than Dallas. Like, the way they carry themselves, you wouldn't have any clue that it's been longer since they won a Super Bowl mm-hmm. than the Cowboys, but obviously because they've been back and they've been competitive. But, man, if they actually get a title, I, can, I can't even imagine how much the arrogance ratchets man, up. I saw the stat. They've been to 19 of the 54 NFC Championship games. San Fran? San Fran. That's like 40%. Almost. Not quite. It's a lot. And I used to think of this as like, okay, which one will like, you know, motivate the Cowboys more? <laughs> which one will push them? Nothing, nothing, nothing will. Uh, it doesn't matter. And that's pretty sports depressing. What will be sports depressing for Bobby and Tony Dungy and Brett Favre and all the rest of the Taylor Swift haters? The numbers are actually out, and I think I'm going to be proven 
correct here. I can't pick the games to actually win, but I can go ahead and nail the Taylor Swift stats. Yeah. How much is Taylor Swift actually on TV? How much? We have science here. Seconds or number of shots? Uh, you know, you could do. I mean, for the, we have we have both. We have both. All right, I'm gonna say that it is three times per game on average. Okay, maybe four. All right, so here we go. Bobby, you have a number. Uh, I'm gonna go with five times, and it totals up to probably 25 seconds. And All my right. three times is three seconds apiece. Okay, so nine seconds. Yeah. All right, so during last week's divisional round game. Now, record ratings for this one. She was shown five times for 24 seconds. Oh, my gosh. Nailed it. All right. Jason Kelsey was on for 21 seconds. And I think 18 of it was that one shirtless shot. (laughs) So, that's that. Meanwhile, in the wild card game against Miami, she was shown five times for one minute and 16 seconds. Mm. Against... On New Year's Eve against the Bengals? He also had that all-time shot of her behind the glass, the glossy glass. Yeah, and then also she was doing the dance. Oh, yeah, that's right. The dance was a while, right? They showed that. They probably showed that a couple times. Yeah. I think that counts. Um, Against Cincinnati on New Year's Eve, she was shown three times. Finally, I got one. For 12 seconds. Okay. All right, so four seconds each. All right. On Christmas Day, three times. Yes. For 14 seconds. We're tied. High, low. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, so, Gene. You know, that's uh, that's about the total time here. So basically three times uh, three times a game, regular season, five times postseason. You know, yeah. You know what it is, though? I think this is just it's it's not the broadcast networks that are the biggest problem here. It's more just the, the way we consume games these days, like all of us. Like, for instance, people don't want to get streaming services a lot of times because they're like, well, it's 30 seconds behind Twitter. And I've got I've got to like follow Twitter along the game. The problem is like the social media stream is where you see the Taylor Swift inundation. Yeah. Dude, the group chats, man. Like if I it, you know, I'll see a notification on my phone, and it's somebody saying, "Oh my God, you got to be kidding me!" And I'm like, "Well, now what? What's don't gonna ha- What's gonna happen on this play?" Don't sing along to this. You can't. You can't I do sing. like this. You song. can't sing along. This to is this. one song that I like. Okay. This song's uh, pretty great. So there it is. Who are you rooting for this weekend? Hopefully everyone on the chart.com text line was pro-Detroit and anti-San Francisco. Is that the way that yeah. it basically came in? Basically. I don't basically see a single part. San Francisco rooting interest. Hell yeah. 877-881-1053. 877-881-1053. Is Bobby's theory going to end up being correct about Bill Belichick waiting out Mike McCarthy after all the new head coaching hires yesterday. And is this finally Colin Kaepernick's ticket back into the league? It's not what you think. Next on Sean and RJ. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Good morning, Metroplex. Take it, Chop. Oh, I don't know the words this one. Yeah, I, well, I know them, but I just don't know what language they're in. Tucky, tucky. I know what language they're in. I don't tucky, know how to tucky. say it or understand what they're saying. Tucky, tucky, rumba. <laughs> hey, we're live on the FanCab Twitch and YouTube. You can dance and start off your Friday morning alongside RJ Choppy. We got Bobby Bell, Peyton, and Ryan. I'm Sean Shreve. Thanks for being a Tolo. Shout out to the 6 a.m. club. The coaching news came out yesterday, Bobby. Raheem Morris back to Atlanta. He had been the defensive coordinator. He had been the interim coach there for 11 games in 2020 after they fired Dan Quinn. Raheem then went four and seven, was not given the full time job. Instead, they hired Arthur Smith. So Raheem Morris and not Bill Belichick in Atlanta. And then Dave Canales, who was the Bucks offensive coordinator, gets a six year contract in Carolina to work for David Tepper. We got two openings left. We got the Commanders, who Boomer Esiason says. It's just a matter of time, waiting for the Lions season to end. Then they'll name Ben Johnson, their OC. And Seattle, dot, 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 Dan Quinn, question mark. Yeah, look, I mean, I really like Raheem Morris. Like Michael Lombardi on his GM shuffle has been talking about Raheem Morris all offseason, that this is a guy the teams need to go out and get. What he did in the Rams game, um, against Detroit in the first round. He just talked about all his phenomenal adjustments in the second half of that one. Yeah, he is He is absolutely fantastic. He's really bright. Um, he's a guy who a lot of players really, really love him. In fact, this is, this is basically the Falcons going, all right, we screwed up because there was a strong push from Falcons players of like, hey, Raheem needs to be the guy. Like when he finished out that year for Quinn, uh, there was a, a lot of people who felt like he stepped into an impossible situation, got them to play hard at the end, a team that had completely quit on Dan Quinn. They were not trying. And he had rallied them, got them Sounds back familiar. invested. It does. Right. Got them invested again. And I, I think that, like, if if the Cowboys would have moved on from Mike McCarthy, like, this is somebody I would have wanted on their list. Like, this is – he is a really smart, impressive guy. And, fun fact – this is just yet another guy that was on that Washington coaching staff for Mike Shanahan. Oh, wow. So now what? It's Matt LaFleur. It's Kyle Shanahan. It's Sean McVay. It's Mike McDaniel. Now it's Raheem Morris. And then as soon as Bobby Slowick gets a job, Bobby Slowick was on that staff. And then Canales? Canales is interesting. So he is he's a Pete Carroll disciple. That's where he came from. He was at USC, then he went to Seattle. He was on the Seattle staff for years. He was there in Seattle from 2010 to 2022, just like various jobs. This is one that because he's 
got such narrow experience and he's a first-time head coach. This is one that I would wonder, like, okay, is there – he spent time with Quinn. He spent time with Brian Schottenheimer. Like, I would wonder if the connects, if they don't run deep enough, if he might start – like, this would be a poach threat to Dallas's coaching staff. Or maybe you don't think it's a threat. Maybe you're okay with it. But I would wonder if he'd look for coordinators or assistants that he could – his, the the relationships are going to be similar. He's likely to know guys here on Dallas's stuff. He's talked really, really glowingly about Brian Schottenheimer over, over the years. He Dave Canales like views him as a mentor, and so I mean, if he wants a coordinator, do do they want to go out there and get that? Is Mike already with complete control of the offense? Are they going to let that happen? I think this is just one to watch. Both of them actually, because Raheem Morris knew Adam Dirty. If he wants it, the Cowboys defensive line coach, if he looks for a defensive coordinator. He can make that higher. So I, I think both of these are actually threats to potentially at least get interviews off of Dallas's staff. Since David Tepper Choppy bought the Panthers in 2018. This is now the eighth coach. They're tied with the Jets for the worst record in the NFL. This will be their seventh head coach under Tepper, most of any team in that span. <sighs> That's a lot. It's a lot. Seven since yeah, 2018. I know. It's a lot of it's a lot of coaches. What have the Steelers and Packers had in the history of their franchise? Well, the Steelers <laughs> have had three, right? <laughs> yeah, in, in since you know, post-war. Yeah, since whatever 69 or yeah. whatever year it was nice. that Chuck Knoll got there. there. Go. I mean, yeah, they had four coaches the first 24 years that they existed, and then since Tepper got there, he's doubled it. Yeah, and then when you factor in like interims, I mean, there's your, there's your there's your seven coaches or so. It's now listen, it's a job. There's 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 32 of them, and you know if you're if you become an NFL head coach, you know you're basically going to make four or five million bucks a year, and if it doesn't work out, you get paid to live on a beach, right? You get paid, you take it, you take the, you take the job, and now if you have options, maybe you don't. But if you're Dave Canales and someone wants to hand you a bag of 20 million bucks, what are you going to say? Look, I, I mean Canales, we obviously don't know a ton about him. This was the first time he was a coordinator was here in Tampa. But, I, I mean, Canales is a guy who it's got to look strong on a resume of look what you did with Baker Mayfield. Like, Sean McVay had Baker Mayfield and couldn't figure out Baker Mayfield. Yeah. And and Canales did it and turned him into a legitimate, like, producing quarterback who got a what we all thought was a bad team, got them to the playoffs and won a playoff game. So now let's focus on us a little bit. Well, Belichick getting squeezed. Did he say no? Two spots left. The Commanders and Seahawks. And what is up with Dan Quinn? Yesterday, you laid out a Belichick theory. Yeah, I just, I look at it and I go, what if he's, what if he's sitting out? Like, like he's choosing to do this. And he may not. Look, I mean, he's, Belichick is a guy who clearly did not get the interest that I bet he was expecting. This is the same, this is Tom Brady all over again, hitting the market. Yeah. Yeah. Where people are just kind of like, eh, no, no. Now, here's the thing that we had talked about was a threat here in Dallas. And I know it rumbled out of Atlanta the same way. I wonder if there were just teams that said, we're not willing to sacrifice our personnel department and our personnel. The the Patriot way that everybody talks about, the Bill Belichick way, is just absolutely destroyed in personnel circles. People think that they've just, I, I mean, the, what was the stat we had read from The Athletic a couple weeks ago? They hadn't signed a top 100 pick to a second contract in over 10 years. I mean, it's just, it's absurd how bad Belichick had been in terms of in the draft over the last decade. And if he refused to give that up, that was going to be tough. But I mean, you look at the fact that these jobs could all be open next year. Bills, Eagles, Cowboys, 
Giants, like those four right off the top are, are prestigious jobs that, that he would want. Bears could be able – look, if the Bears get Caleb Williams and, you know, you get Eberflus fired, does that look intriguing to Belichick? Like, oh, I can walk right into Chicago and a historic franchise and have, you know, that. We, we've heard rumblings that McVay could retire early. Rams could be open. You, we've heard rumblings that Mike Tomlin could retire. Pittsburgh could be open. There are just all these different options that I would think would be more intriguing than – do I want to go work with David Tepper? Do I want to go do this Falcons thing? Yeah. Here's the Patriots in their last 10 drafts. 18 first and second round picks. Wow. That, well, okay. All right. Never mind. Never mind. I thought you said 18. Just first. That was like, wow. One pro bowler. Which was? Um, uh, was it uh, Jamie Collins? Mac Jones. Oh, gosh. Oh, wow. Zero first team all pros. Zero got a second contract with New England out of 18 first wow. and second round picks from 2014 to 2023. Yeah, that's that's abysmal. I, that is abysmal. I, I mean, you remember the, the there was that viral clip of the Rams didn't have a, a pick in the first round in 2022 and they did their, they were doing their post first round press conference. Cole Strange. And as they sat down, Cole Strange got picked and they were stunned and McVay went, oh my gosh. He's like, and we thought he was going to be there for us at pick 100. He's like, and now like Patriots take him here at twenty nine. They, the the Patriots have just thrown caution to the wind and gone completely counterculture from personnel departments, yeah. and it's not worked out. He's been he hasn't been actually that bad, has he? Cole Strange. Uh, I don't know. I thought I saw like hadn't watched a lot of Cole Strange yeah, right? tape for sure. Text JJ Watt asking what PFF has. <laughs> uh, what about the Eagles putting in their request to interview Kellen Moore if Jim Harbaugh has a new OC and new offense? In L.A. I am cheering for the Kellen Moore to be the Eagles offensive coordinator storyline because that'll just be fun twice a year. That'll be much better than the Jason Garrett going to be the offensive coordinator of the Giants when everybody's like, well, that'll last a year. And then that'll be done. The The idea of Kellen Moore, and I think he would be extremely motivated to make the Eagles as high-powered as, as possible. Obviously, like everybody walks into a job, they want to have success mm-hmm. with it. But, man, he is – I think that he would have – sincere motivation to take down the Cowboys. Like, I think that would be a burning desire for him. By the way, this is really good. Four of the six head coaching hires so far are minorities. With Morris, Raheem, Pierce, Mayo, NFL now has six black head coaches. Um, Mike McDaniel identifies as multiracial. Robert Saleh is Lebanese. Uh, But now we have nine minority head coaches with the Seahawks and commander's jobs still yet to be filled. They started, they they began each year from 2019 to 2023 with only three head coaches who were black. And now we're up to six and nine overall for minorities. So that's good. Yeah, and I mean, Pierce, obviously, like like when you get the power behind a player like Crosby, basically threatening, like I, you have to trade me if you don't hire this guy. <laughs> that, that helps when players go to bat like that too. But I do wonder if we're, given the success we've seen with Dan Campbell, D'Amico Ryan's had a great year. I, I wonder if the new like hot coaching trend, it used to be, oh, we need the young offensive mind, and it still might be. But I do wonder if we're going to head towards this trend of like, no, players want to be coached by players. Like they want former players in the building, the motivators, the guys who know the culture. And then I rolled my eyes when I first saw the Florio headline about Colin Kaepernick back in the league. I'm like, okay, mm. this is clickbait. But then I read your email. And yeah. it's not as much not, clickbait as I thought. N- no, because it's not as a player because he's almost 40. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's uh, 
potentially as a quarterback's coach because Harbaugh tried to get him to be the quarterback's coach at Michigan several years ago, and he didn't want to do it. So who knows if he's going to want to do it. Maybe he doesn't want to do anything. Maybe he just wants to continue down the road, whatever he's doing now uh, with working out, working out, activism, whatever it is. But he he just set for money. I think that he Nike is. deal. That's I mean, it. Well, how, how, much, how much did he make his last year? Was it wasn't like twenty five million or something like that? I'd have to go look, but like then the NFL, there was a settlement with the NFL, which they never released what the number was. I, I mean, obviously, like that's a legal thing, but like I had heard that was not anything you would retire on. So, oh, really? Okay, yeah. Um, so, but anyway, like if he wants a job, you know, Harbaugh's always kind of championed for him, so maybe he gets a quarterbacks coach job or some kind of assistant job with the Chargers. He made $43 million in his career with the 49ers. Okay, he can retire. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not California's expensive. He lived out there for a while. <laughs> he did. He did. Um, I don't know where he is now, but I, I assume he's still there. He's been in California almost his whole life. So, Colin Kaepernick, maybe, maybe as an assistant coach on Harbaugh's staff. I think Florio's just kind of throwing that out there. I mean, do you think – because obviously people say like, oh, we can't handle the heat of like signing him. Like, do you think teams would go like, all right, fine. If he's a coach, that's different. Yeah, totally different as a coach. What's going to happen with Dan Quinn and Seattle? What yeah. is Seattle waiting for? This feels like if you follow the timelines, right? Atlanta waiting. Didn't happen with Belichick. Seattle. This is supposed to be their guy. Maintain the culture, the connections, the ties. All that stuff was on Pete Carroll's staff. This is, this seems like, Dan Quinn is not going to get the job. It's it's very it's very open. That that's clear. Like I mean, it's something where it doesn't feel settled at all. Like like this is if he ends up a third straight season where it's like yeah he's getting a job for sure. And and let, even more specific than that, not just he's getting a job. Like we've been certain. Oh, he's getting the Denver job. Oh, he's getting the Seattle job. Like it's been a very specific thing. The fact that he hasn't three off seasons in a row is yeah. like. Shouldn't we be concerned that like other teams are not, you know, jumping out of their chair to go, oh my gosh, we got to bring Dan Quinn? And in would here. we understand if the Seahawks and these other teams held the Packer game against him to the point of, okay, we were, we were there with you, mm. we were gonna do it, but that really scarred us. I mean, I guess you could hold it against them if you're gonna hold one game against somebody. That that's a little bit weird. Um, you know, I mean, that's it's the nature of the sport. I mean, it really is. It's we we. And it's not we, like they were an all-time defense, and then that happened. Like they had holes, they right? Had they issues. had holes. Look, I mean, and that's the thing. All like the Baltimore defense could absolutely get shredded this weekend. And what are, they, are you going to hold that against their defensive coordinator? Mm. Uh, yeah, I th- it's obviously harder because of like the consistency of big games. Dallas's defense just crumble. The Adrian Beltre abstainer. I think that's the right word. Abstained. Abstainer is abstainer a word? I believe it is. It is. I don't think he was an abstainer because he voted. But I see what you're saying. The guy who said Adrian Beltre <laughs> yes. was not a Hall of Famer speaks and explains himself. And we'll talk about the Rangers' new reliever. Let's see if Bobby gets excited about this 40-year-old. Next. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Peyton Russell, your girlfriend told us last Saturday that the only segment she listens to is yours, which is the payload every Thursday at 640. So I'm going to assume uh, she did that yesterday or went back and listened on the Odyssey app after you unveiled the news that you two are moving in after three months together. Did she listen? And what was the fallout? She actually listened live. She got up early for it because she saw the tweet. She saw your tease. She saw people reacting to it. She was like, wow, you're really hyping this up. And I don't I was, think I follow her on social media. Well, she, well I quoted it, so she saw my oh. quote of your, yeah. Pretty um, well, rude of her. Apparently yeah. Bobby follows her. <laughs> I do she, follow yeah, her. I don't know why she followed back. I'll tell her not to do that next time. Hmm, very controlling of you. Uh, yeah. But no, she thought it went really well. She was like, no, I was really, she She thought you guys were, were going to be, not, not upset, but a, just a little, you know, dogging on me a little bit for it. You thought it was going to be too early for y'all, but y'all were understanding, mm. you know, so she, she really liked that. She was like, wow, I think they really like me. I was like, I promise you they do. You know, they've said oh, that we before. only met her once. Yeah. I like her a lot more than Peyton, though. That's definitely. Oh, really? Hold yeah. Up. That's, yeah. That's not going to fly here, buddy. <laughs> but oh, she liked it. Uh, her her dad listened too. He's oh. a, he's a Tolo now. Whoa. I know. I told you we we got it. We got to be careful what we're saying. You know, I, I we mean, talked about sleepovers, yeah. and I was like, oh my god. But no. yeah, he doesn't yeah, realize. He, he doesn't know. <laughs> he doesn't know that down the road you're there every yeah, other you night. You guys are moving in for three months. Oh, yeah. you, you don't think he knows? <laughs> no, no, no. But it, it's fine. And you know, my dad listened too, so they they were happy with it. And then you went to stalker alert. I looked down at my phone and I got aerial shots and addresses and rent fees and lawnmowers yeah. as. You went into stalker alert. Yeah, I mean Peyton, you know, jealous I, of this I, guy's I, yard over here. I was, you know, we were able to uh, to find it was, Sarah really helped a lot. She did most of it. We were able to find uh, find Peyton's house. Why? Well, well, about two crazy. seconds. Why the interest? You could have just asked him his address, or well, I did, but he, he didn't saw the picture of it. He didn't respond fast enough. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. what were you guys looking to dissect or pick apart? Just wanted to see the house, to see you know, see what it looked like, see the front. I wanted the curb appeal. Uh, I wanted to see how updated the kitchen was, and you know, and 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 the. How big it was? Yeah, the rent. We were really, we were really nosy about the rent. Yeah, you were, and was, you was, in, and you insulted him again. I did not insult him. You said, "Oh, you got you." Okay, 
Did you not say? I think you're, you guys are getting ripped off. God, I feel so bad for both of you. That's, Me and Peyton. I don't know how you possibly could have taken it like that. I said, <laughs> I feel bad for you guys because my mortgage is the same as the rent, which is me. It's it's not a shot of that. It's like a, the prices are out of sight, stupid. Yeah, meaning they're paying. They're getting ripped off. No, they're paying crazy the market, prices. Meaning the market. I feel bad for you guys paying that. That, I, I don't know it, how any... That's how I read it. <laughs> well, you guys are idiots. Like, I don't Whoa. think anybody in the world would have taken it like that. Like, that was clearly a shot at the market and not at that. Like, like I'm getting a such market, a good deal man. on my house and my mortgage compared to you guys I, I, renting. Again, again, I don't know what the hell's do, going on do, here, do, what, world, well, what world I'm in. Do you, know why, do you know why he had to go look up the address, though, and look at the, the kitchen and everything else? Because he felt so bad about the yard. Like, he felt like he got flexed on on the yard, and so he's like, I got to find out where my home beats is. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and I'm going to have to. And so he went with the rent. About? He went with the rent versus yeah. the mortgage. You got you got <laughs> Emerald Custom about. Tool. You got you got turf out there. You're good. Turf chop. concepts online, baby. You got you got turf out there. You're 170 good square feet of turf. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> just, <laughs> that is the Just enough for four dog crabs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That dog doesn't stop. It's the he size does, of my living area. He does not stop, man. <laughs> Did Kristen hear? that Peyton got a a home? Uh, No, I didn't bring it. Like, if she did, she didn't bring it up to me, and I was not going to voluntarily bring it up to her. (laughs) She'd be seething. I bet you will. (laughs) Yeah, everyone at the station likes doing that. 877-881-1053. Chuck right not to Bobby's wife, but everyone. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay. (laughs) Why don't you set this up? The abstainer, uh, the guy who voted, uh, Adrian Beltre, had 19 people who did not put him down. Right. As a Hall of Famer. Yeah, and and two of them were that we know of. So 17 were like anonymous, right? Two of them uh, were Boston area guys. One is Bill Ballou, which we think is a fake name. Yeah, Billy, Billy for sure. He's from Worcester. And then the other one is a guy named Tony Maserati, which I also think is a fake name. <laughs> uh, but Tony Maserati is a talk show host. Well, sorry, the, Tony Porsche was taken. Right. The Felger and Maz show in Boston explaining why he left Adrian. Now, he only voted for two. He voted for A-Rod and Manny Ramirez. Same with Billy Ballou. Billy Ballou, uh, which I do believe is the name of the putter in Caddyshack for Judge Smells. Oh, oh Billy. Oh, Billy. <laughs> um, he voted for A-Rod and Manny Ramirez as well. And Maz, Tony, explains why. Uh, Maz just said, when was he the best player on his team, not league? Correct. Correct. He was never even the best player on his team? I don't think so. I mean, again, he played on those Rangers teams. Pudge. You know, I I, I can't remember if Palmero was on those teams or not, but regardless, I'll stop with Pudge. No. Pudge Rodriguez was indisputable Hall of Famer. So Adrian, and I'm not telling you, Adrian Beltre was a bum, but he, I, 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 I don't ever feel like he was the centerpiece of a of a championship caliber team. Look, look. What an idiot. I, I totally understand. <laughs> what the, a moron. I totally understand the criticism of Dak Prescott. Like, how do you fail to win with Michael Irvin as your top receiver? And <laughs> that, that, like, I mean, when you've got Larry Allen and, and Eric Williams blocking for you, Dak just can't get it done without those guys. That, that Palmero. is so Palmero. stupid. I can't remember Palmero's on the team or not. <laughs> Palmero was literally, Palmero was in front of Congress, I think, like eight years before Beltre got here. He played with Mike Bassick Sr., was that, was, that case, <laughs> was that the case, Maz, Maz? Toby Hara on that team. What, what do we got here? That, that's like, that's, you should have your vote taken away. You should have it taken away. Uh, that's, this, this is the problem with the, with the baseball writers thing. You have to be 
you have, you have to be like on a uh, you have to be a member credentialed member of the media for like ten years to be able to get it. Once you get it, your lifetime in until a certain age, right? And then you can just give it up. Like like I don't know when Galloway had to give up his Hall of Fame vote, but he had it decades after he was a beat writer still. Right, so you, you just you just get it forever. So, but Randy followed the sport. Okay, so I, I picked apart like four different things there in a twenty second clip. That's how yeah. idiotic that was. Um, yes, they didn't ultimately win the championship. You could argue they had championship level teams. Of course Mike, they did. Mike McCarthy would call it back to back. But you were sitting there 2010, 2011. When you make back to back World Series appearances and you're a catch away from winning it, you can be put in that conversation. Like the Buffalo Bills can be thought of as, you know, championship caliber. Yeah. They never won it. They went four straight times. It's pretty daggone impressive. The Atlanta Braves teams who lost all those. Uh, we already, we've already established he doesn't know eras and has no idea who Adrian Beltre played with. And the other thing is, like, so if you have Shaq and Kobe on the same team, I have to dismiss the lesser player as non-Hall of Fame worthy. I have to do that. You have to be the best player on your team or a loaded team. So of all the Celtics teams, so Robert Parrish and Kevin McHale cannot be Hall of Famers in that city of mass holes that that guy, I assume, watch because they weren't better than Larry Bird. Yep. That's his qualification, mm-hmm. right? That's, That's his standard. Rule. That's yeah. what he says. That's the rule. That, Idiot. Like, I, I, I mean, this is the last and time. And it just pisses me off even more because is that the sports hub? No, I think yes, it's that, a sports hub. Yeah. I don't know if they're a sister station. I really don't I, I, I don't care. They like dominate in ratings. And when you play Philadelphia stuff and it's like, okay, uh, WIP or whatever's killing in ratings, and the sports hub is like dominant, you get this type of crap. For someone that you watch play there, for some, play the clip one more time. Let me get, let me get infuriated again. Uh, Maz just said, when was he the best player on his team, not league? Correct. Correct. He was never even the best player on his team? I don't think so. I mean, again, he played on those Rangers teams. Pudge. You know, I, I, I can't remember if Palmero was on those teams or not, but regardless, I'll stop with Pudge. Pudge Rodriguez was indisputable Hall of Famer. So Adrian, and I'm not telling you, Adrian Beltre was a bum, but he, I, 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 I don't ever feel like he was the centerpiece of a of a championship caliber team. You yeah, know, like, if you want to, like, first of all, when you get the, do three, you know when Pudge retired? By the way, I assume Pudge 2011? retired 2011, 2012. Yeah. Do you know when Adrian Beltre retired? Uh, 2018. Six years off with that. Should I do Palmero? Oh, uh, no, Paul Merrill was gone in no. like 2002. <laughs> no, 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 no. He was mid 2000s. Yeah, it was like 06. But, but I mean, that's it. Like, what was he? He was 05 was the last year Rafael Palmero played, which means Tony Maserati had to vote on whether Palmero was a Hall of Famer or not for before Adrian Beltre ever played a game for the Rangers. Because Beltre got here in 2011. <laughs> yeah. Palmero was first on the ballot in 2010. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, he, he would have had a much better case of saying, well, listen, I don't think he's a Hall of Famer because he never consistently led the league in anything. Right. Okay, fine. Right. right. You want to say that? I know top lo- two MVP voting, something yeah, like that. Yeah, so he finished in the top two once in MVP. And, like, a lot of a lot of, uh, a lot of of voters use, they call it black type, right, on your baseball reference page. Oh. How much black type do you have, right? So if it's the bold, yeah. which means you and you want to see guys who pepper that thing all over the place, led the league in this and this and this and this, and Beltre didn't really lead, 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 lead the league in anything. Yeah. Well, that doesn't, you know, the way the Hall of Fame is, you get 3,000 hits, you're in. 
you get the 400 home runs, I mean, you're not guaranteed in. The home run thing has changed. Like, 500 is not even a guarantee anymore. But if you get the 400 home runs and you have 3,000 hits, uh, you're, you're, you're really just kind of grasping at straws if you want to keep somebody out. Are you embarrassed? Are you embarrassed? Yes. Speaking of Boston, we got uh, RJ's new favorite player here. Oh, no. Yeah, I mean, it, it would look like it. Kayshawn Booty, which uh, that's oh, yeah. a, yeah, you got to you got to put the, the right yeah. pronunciation on this. Uh, this is two reasons. This is right. the, the rookie Patriots receiver uh, who was arrested in Louisiana on Thursday because he had placed bets while he was underage. You're not allowed to, to gamble until the age of 21 in Louisiana. So he had been found to have placed bets in the mm-hmm. state of Louisiana, including LSU games, games that he was playing in oh, no. while he was at the college level. And he had placed over the course of a year chop 8,900 bets. Holy Seems smokes. high. <laughs> 8,900. How well is LSU paying, like, paying their players? Are these $5 bets? What is he betting here? 8,900? 8, <laughs> Do your math on that one. How many is that a day? Bets. Dude, just That's a uh, lot. Now, here's here's the thing. This is this is going to keep happening. Uh-huh. Like, like, I get this is a different question in a lot of ways because it's the age. That's the problem here is that he's 21 or that he wasn't 21 when he placed the bets. But this is going to continue to be an issue in the realm of the NFL and at college level, too, of when you've got all these massive betting sponsors and you're trying to go bet, bet, bet. Hey, let, like, let's go to the Caesar Sportsbook sponsored pick to click today or whatever else. And then at the same time, you're telling them, you know, mixed messaging of except y'all like don't you ever go near it and you'll be blackballed and you'll be arrested and everything else. I, I'm I'm blown away. Uh, and plus, he was underage and everything, so it's like uh, all kinds of crimes and such. He bet he bet <sighs> on bad. six LSU football games that he was playing. At. Oh, we got to go back and see what happened. Did, did did they say bet to win on LSU to win and all, or we don't know yet? Yeah, we don't know yet. It, it's not clear yet. But, I mean, that's – either way, it's just an awful look. Let's talk about the Rangers' new reliever. The Stars win in overtime. And is Luka Doncic treated unfairly here in DFW? Next, on Sean, RJ, and Bobby, 105.3 The Fam. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.